0: a complete overview of shopping for your wedding venue, and some key money-saving secrets. That's coming up next on the Wedding Planning Podcast. Why hello there, friend, it's Cara, and thank you so very much for tuning in to this week's brand new episode of the Wedding Planning Podcast. It's wonderful to have you here, and congratulations on your engagement if you're just joining us for the first time or one of the first times. So happy to have you here. Last week on Instagram, we did a really fun poll on what wedding venue stuff you're most curious to hear about. There were two overwhelming winners for topics for today's show. Wedding Venue 101, a complete overview, came in first place with money-saving venue secrets in a very, very close second place. Now, not to worry, I'm not gonna leave anyone hanging. Today we're gonna cover it all in a jam-packed show. In part one of today's episode, we're gonna do a complete overview, and this is for you if you're literally at square one and you want all the tips on finding the perfect wedding venue. In part two of today's show, we're gonna cover some key money-saving secrets and some ways to maximize your venue budget so that you get the most bang for your buck. Choosing your venue is a really, really popular, highly requested topic, and I've received a ton of venue questions over the past few weeks for the most part, your questions are woven into this episode. So we're going to do some Q&A at the very end. I have some specific questions that illustrate some really common scenarios. But for all the rest of you who were in touch, those questions are woven into the natural flow of today's conversation. I also, last thing I promise before we jump in, (laughs) I also created an Epic blog post with a ton of extras, including a totally free wedding venue shopping checklist that you will not want to miss. So for a full recap of today's show and to go way more into detail on everything we're going to talk about, get your free copy of that checklist. Simply visit wedding planning slash W V. That stands for Wedding Venue. All right, to get things started, we're going to review some critical things to keep in mind as you start your search for the perfect wedding venue. We cannot even begin a conversation about your venue without touching on your wedding budget. I know, the money, the budget, not always the most fun topic, but so very important. The wedding venue that you choose, in my professional opinion, is the most important, very most important wedding decision that you're going to make throughout your entire engagement. And guess what? It's also probably going to be the most expensive wedding decision that you're going to make. So having an idea of what your general wedding budget is, is crazy critical before you go out and start taking tours and start shopping around different venues. If you're uncertain whether or not you're going to have $25,000 or $50,000, it is very important to take a step back and get the finances dialed in before you go further. Okay, so now you have your general wedding budget dialed in. Next, you can turn to these specifics as you start shopping for the perfect venue. So the first thing to keep in mind is timing. You're going to want to ask about a potential venue's availability right up front so that you avoid any conflicts with work, travel, any other personal obligations that you have coming up over the next year or two years or however long your engagement is. So yes, in addition to the budget, you also need to have a preliminary conversation about the time of year and some proposed dates that will work for the actual wedding. When you book a venue, you're booking a specific date. So those two things go hand in hand. And also very, very important to note here, you definitely must book your venue before you run out and announce to the entire world your wedding date. This comes up, this does happen where couples choose their dream wedding date. So for example, it absolutely has to be on the anniversary of when we took our first date, it has to be this date. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. And then you send out save the date cards with your special date on it, but the problem is that you can't find a venue that has that date available yes it does happen yes it's a complete disaster so pretty please don't let that happen to you it is critical to hold off on announcing any wedding date until you have officially reserved a venue the next very important thing to consider as you begin wedding venue shopping is the size of your wedding so your venue will likely dictate how many people you're able to invite You can't go out and fall in love with a venue that has a maximum capacity of 50 people before you've spoken with your partner about your guest list. So you need to have a very ballpark idea of how many people you're going to be inviting before you hit the road and start shopping for different venues. So sit down, the two of you, and make a rough draft list. It does not have to be a final list. It doesn't have to be set in stone but you need to know if you're working with 75 people or 200 people before you go out and start the shopping process. And another thing to keep in mind as you begin looking around at venues is what your wedding style or the theme of it is going to be. So in most cases, your venue will greatly influence the overall style, the theme, the vibe of your wedding and you want the venue space to complement the style and the theme that you have in mind. Now, I know you're likely at the early stages of planning, and if you don't have a wedding theme in mind, if you don't have colors in mind, not to worry, that is totally fine. I'm not suggesting that that all has to be set in stone right now at this point. If that completely overwhelms you, do not worry. As you start seeing venues and start walking through them, you're going to get a really, really immediate, either you'll love it or no, hard pass, that's not going to be the venue for us. So I think you're going to find yourself either inspired right away or right away just knowing this this is not the style or this is not the theme we're going for. Okay, so let's do a quick review here. So far, you have a general sense of your wedding budget. You have a general sense of some wedding dates that are gonna work out for you and your partner. You have a general idea of how many people you're gonna be inviting to the wedding. And then lastly, you're kind of starting to formulate a wedding theme or the style of your event, what you would like the overall vibe to be. Next thing to keep in mind as you start shopping for venues, and we're shifting kind of into the money-saving aspect of today's conversation, you're going to want to ideally choose a space that is very naturally attractive and beautiful. Look for venue spaces that will require minimal extra decorations. This is such an easy i mean almost effortless way to save yourself a ton of time and expense as you are shopping for venues and throughout the rest of your planning so for example if you're able to choose a really bright outdoor space that is already landscaped there are beautiful trees and gardens and flowers hanging planters everywhere That space is going to require almost zero effort to decorate and to dress up and make beautiful. It's already done for you. And then to contrast that, think of like an empty hotel venue space or an event space that's literally just an empty rectangle room that's a boxy, dark room. There's nothing there. There are no plants. The lighting is not included. That space is going to take a whole lot of effort and a whole lot of expense to decorate and make beautiful. So if it's possible, I would recommend making this a high priority on your venue shopping list. Naturally beautiful spaces. You can consider your favorite local winery or brewery, the garden of your favorite restaurant. Maybe it's a beautifully landscaped backyard of your family home or the home you grew up in, or even the home of a really close family or friend. These are all examples of ways that you can set yourself up for very minimal cost in terms of flowers and decorations down the road, because again, all that decorating is already done for you. Let's pause the venue conversation for just a moment and talk about saving a ton of time and effort this busy holiday season on flavorful and healthy meals. Factor is America's number one ready-to-eat meal delivery service, and they can help you eat well for any meal of the day with chef-prepared, dietitian approved meals delivered straight to your door. I am loving that I can skip the meal planning, the shopping, the prep, and the cleanup, and you can try for yourself when you visit factormeals.com wedding50 and use code wedding50 to get 50% off. I strive to eat a really high protein diet, but taking the time to find creative and delicious meal options during the day is not always an option. So I can definitely get into a rut of eating the same boring thing for lunch every day. With Factor, I know that I can enjoy eating well without the hassle. Simply choose your favorites and enjoy fresh, flavor-packed meals delivered right to your door everything is ready in just two minutes no prep no mess and if someone is asking you for a practical gift idea this holiday season this would be a wonderful option and by supporting our valued sponsor factor you are also supporting your very favorite wedding planning podcast for which i am incredibly grateful Head to factormeals.com slash wedding50 and use code wedding50 to get 50% off. That's code wedding50 at factormeals.com slash wedding50 to get 50% off. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Susan's Travel Services is so excited to partner with you to plan your honeymoon, destination wedding, or maybe even your bachelor or bachelorette party. Susan and her team have been planning dream vacations for 27 years, and they are truly the best in the business for start-to-finish planning services. Travel and new experiences are incredibly special to me, and Susan and her team have helped me plan some unforgettable vacations, including a bachelorette party in Cabo and a family anniversary celebration in Cancun. They meticulously researched the best all-inclusive options for us based on some very specific priorities and the professional assistance in choosing location, resort, activities, and transportation was absolutely priceless. From all-inclusive resorts in Mexico and the Caribbean, overwater bungalows in the Maldives, or that African safari that you've always dreamed of, save yourself hours of research and guesswork and let Susan and her team find you the best options for a -a once-in-a-lifetime vacation. Reach out to Susan and her team today by emailing info at susanstravelservices.com And be sure to let her know that I sent you and get $50 off your final booking or $200 off your destination wedding. Her email one more time is info at susanstravelservices.com. Okay, we're back and I have one more very, very important thing to keep in mind as you start shopping for your perfect wedding venue. And this one is really key to keeping your overall wedding budget in check. Not just your venue budget, but your overall wedding budget. So this tip is to know exactly what's included as you're touring venue spaces. It is so important, I cannot emphasize this enough. Critical to know and understand exactly what's included with a venue and exactly what you will need to supply on your own. This needs to be 150% hammered out in black and white before you sign a contract and hand over any kind of deposit knowing what is included and what is not included can be a huge money saver and minimizing surprise costs and keeping things within your budget is always our top priority all-inclusive venues will likely be more expensive so keep that in mind as well this seems pretty obvious right i know for lots of us, as we're shopping around and we're price comparing, it goes against our gut intuition to choose the higher priced option if you see a lower priced alternative. So here's a perfect example of exactly what I'm what I mean here. If you get a quote for an all inclusive venue and it's fifteen thousand dollars, and you think, whoa. That is a lot of money because we just toured a venue across town that was only $5,000. So you're uh, already, you're naturally leaning towards the cheaper option. In reality, if the more expensive venue is all-inclusive and we're talking about things like tables, chairs, linens, table settings, decorations, lighting, an on-site coordinator, dinner, Drinks, cake, setup, teardown, all of these things are extra expenses that you are going to be responsible for if you select that cheaper venue that doesn't include all those extras. Now, I can't generalize here. I can't issue a blanket generalization that says an all-inclusive venue is always going to work out at the end of the day to being less expensive than if you choose a blank venue space and you do it all on your own. I can't make a blanket statement, but I can say that again those extra costs can add up really really quickly. And not only extra cost, but extra time, extra stress, extra research, extra communication and booking and coordinating. Oh, it can all snowball really 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 quickly. And as you're shopping, if you find yourself torn between multiple venue properties, this is a really key point to consider, what is included. Examine and weigh exactly what comes with each of your options. And we're going to go into even more detail on this in a great listener question from Chrissy. So I'll read her note for you. Hi, Cara, my fiance and I just got engaged and we plan on waiting two years until the wedding. We're currently working on nailing down a budget, so I'm loving your podcast and all the tips. I have one quick question. When talking to venues and eventually vendors and they ask, what's your budget? Are they referring to the overall budget or just what we have allocated to spend on their service? Specifically, one of the venues we're going to look at offers ceremony package or reception package with a sit-down dinner or just rental of the reception hall space. And then about a million different add-ons, as you can imagine. When we meet with them, I'm interested in talking through the different options, but I don't want them to misunderstand what our budget is if we are talking in the context of the reception with dinner or just the reception hall itself. Chrissy, thank you for your question. It brings up so many great points that I wanna highlight here. So first of all is the importance of being really, really candid, upfront, and totally transparent about how much money you're wanting to invest in your wedding venue or any other element of the wedding for that matter. You could have venue A asking what's your budget and meaning your overall wedding budget, and then a day later you could have venue B asking the exact same question, but that events manager is meaning specifically how much money do you want to spend on the rental of the event space. Now to be very candid, an events manager at an all-inclusive venue that runs $200 per person with a 150 person minimum, they don't want to waste anyone's time if the couple's total wedding budget is $10,000. So a lot of times you will have potential vendors asking, what's your total budget? We don't want to have, we don't want this conversation to be drawn out. If your total wedding budget is just $5,000 and our photography packages start at $4,000. So you can see how that's kind of a tool to weed out who would potentially qualify to be a consumer of their product or service. Now, Chrissy also mentions talking through all the different options, which is the perfect attitude to have going into any conversation with any wedding vendor that you're working with. And trust me... (laughs) It is so easy to get really overwhelmed during these conversations. You'll find yourself touring a venue space and you're taking in a ton of information. And at the same time, you're really, really excited, and maybe you're a little nervous too. And then suddenly it boom, in the blink of an eye, you have forgotten everything every single question that you had on your list that you wanted to ask them, and you find yourself driving away from the venue visit with a million questions swirling around in your head that you never even asked. So arm yourself with all the information and go in prepared because again, that excitement factor is gonna take over and it's really easy to get swept away and just forget to ask everything that you had on your list. So to guide the conversation with a venue, You're going to find a list of things to look for and all the questions to ask in the totally free wedding venue shopping checklist that I put together for today's show. And you can sign up for that by visiting weddingplanningpodcast.co slash wv. If you have any confusion or any doubt over what a vendor is actually asking or the which budget they're referring to, your budget for the one service specifically, your overall wedding budget, those are two very different things, ask all the questions. <laughs> take up all their time. Ask every question you can possibly think of. Have a pen and paper to take notes or take notes on a computer whatever you're comfortable with. Just be an information gathering machine and never feel discouraged from asking your questions. If you do, if you're feeling rushed, if you're feeling like you're not being listened to, or that a potential vendor, venue, anyone you're dealing with, if they're not taking the time to answer your questions, then you're gonna be best suited by moving on and finding someone who is willing to give you the proper time and attention that you deserve. You're investing a ton of money in this and you deserve to feel totally comfortable, listen to, and that your questions are being answered. And then last point I have to touch on here with this question that again went through, went down like a couple different rabbit holes. That's why I'm sharing it because there was so much information layered within this one question. Just remember as you're meeting with different venues and you're comparing all your options, remember that the reception hall with dinner price tag might very well blow your mind versus the price for just renting the space alone. If renting just the space is an option that you're considering, you will also need to do some very careful research into catering options in your area. You need to know a ballpark price range for event rentals like tables, chairs, linens, decorations, et cetera, et cetera, so that you're getting an accurate price tag from the very beginning and so that you have complete clarity around what the venue is supplying and what you're going to be responsible for supplying. I don't want anyone to find yourself six months into planning and in a desperate situation where you completely underestimated the cost of organizing everything on your own, when you could have made life a lot easier from the very beginning by taking the all-inclusive option. I'm going to wrap it up there. We could do a completely separate show on all of that, detailing numbers and situations, etc. But I'm going to wrap it up there for now. And I hope that was helpful we could have a much longer, much more detailed conversation on all-inclusive versus DIY venues. And I know there are some other shows out on the feed that address shopping for a venue. Okay, next up, a really popular question that addresses how many venues you should visit before making a final decision. This is a question that came up at least a dozen times last week when I threw out the wedding venue Q&A topic. A listener writes in, Hi Cara, loving your podcast. We have a question for you. We just got engaged. Yay! Congratulations. (laughs) My fiance got four days before I threw us fully into venue finding mode. We're looking at a ton of venues and have so many appointments set up. We will end up having about 14 visits in three weeks. What do we do if we like one, but still want to see the others? I don't want to leave any stone unturned, but also don't want to take the chance on losing a date if we like another venue. How do people search and secure their venue? I know they require a non-refundable deposit to hold a date, but I would kick myself if I settled on one venue and saw another amazing one after. Any tips on how to handle this would be so appreciated. Thank you. This is a great question. Venue shopping, as you probably have guessed from this episode, is a balance of patience and then knowing when to strike. So ideally, you'll go into the process with a handful of potential wedding dates that will work with your schedules. And then from there, it's a giant puzzle of touring venues and interchanging the available dates until you find the perfect combination for the two of you. Now, if you're going shopping with absolutely just one wedding date that's going to work, there's only one day of the next year that you want to get married. If that's you, if this applies, (laughs) then you're going to have much less room to be flexible. So that's going to change the level of urgency that you might need to operate under as you're touring these multiple venues. Now on the other hand, if you have some date flexibility, which I hope is the case, I would encourage you to shop around and really this is, I know this is hard, but resist the urge to be trigger happy and jump on a venue that you love that you're seeing early on in the process. So in this specific question, in this case, 14 venues, that gives you a really nice pool of a lot of options to choose from and visiting those venues over three weeks might have you panicking about losing one you saw in the beginning. To be completely honest, and this probably isn't what you want to hear, but to be very honest if your proposed wedding dates are really tight and or if you just live in a really heavily impacted area with minimal venues to choose from and tons of couples getting married, you might miss out on a couple venues that you really love while you're waiting and in the process of touring the others. And that's hard and it sucks and it's no fun. And I hope it doesn't happen, but that's a reality. And if that happens, I would try to take the attitude of, all right, that just wasn't our venue. That one was not meant to be. Some couples might tour 25 venues and another might have a very specific vision. They visit two to three venues and they find the perfect space almost immediately. So there's really no one size fits all here, but going into the process, being very prepared. So prepared mentally with your shopping checklist, prepared emotionally if something doesn't work out. That's your best bet for having a positive experience and for finding a venue with the least bit of stress possible. Okay, last but certainly not least, and in the spirit of money-saving venue secrets, let's review a list of extras that you can be on the lookout for as you're shopping and that you can ask about as you tour various properties. So first one is a day of coordinator included with a package. This alone can save easily $1,000 or more on having to hire an outside coordinator. So that's a huge bonus if that's included. Another extra to be on the lookout for is a room available for getting ready. And you'll probably want one for you and a separate one for your partner, not always, but lots of couples opt to get ready separately. And then in addition to an area to get ready in, is there a wedding night suite or honeymoon suite? Is that available for you to stay in on the night of the wedding? And next extra to look out for is entertainment. So things like a dance floor. I heard from a couple a few weeks back whose venue was charging thousands of extra dollars for the dance floor like literally for the 10 by 10 space to dance on Uh, so that's a huge extra expense and if a dance floor is included with your venue then that's a big bonus. Another extra is parking included if you're going to be billed $15 per car for parking in an on-site garage then that's a huge added expense versus a venue that allows for free parking or includes the parking within your package. And then we touched on choosing a naturally beautiful venue. It's very important to ask exactly what decor is included with your package. So what I want you to avoid and what we don't want to have happen is you walk through a beautiful space. It's complete with gorgeous chandeliers, tons of extra lighting, mock-up centerpieces and table settings are beautiful. And then you find out down the road that those were all extras that are not actually included in your package. So see what kinds of decoration extras come with what you're booking. These are just a couple of extras that you can hold in your back pocket for negotiation time and that you can keep in mind as you're interviewing and visiting separate vendors so that you can create a very comprehensive list of all the pros and cons of everything that you tour. Oh, we could talk about wedding venues for weeks I honestly putting together this episode I feel like I could probably do a supplemental podcast show specifically solely dedicated to venue spaces venue scenarios and to do an all-inclusive conversation of every single venue situation would just simply be impossible there's too much to cover The next best thing to that is the blog post and the free venue shopping checklist that I made for today's show. I'll read off that link one more time. It's weddingplanningpodcast.co slash wv. Pin it to your Pinterest boards for future reference. Share it to Facebook for your friends and family to enjoy. Send it over to your fiance. I hope you find it really, really helpful. I put a ton of time into it. Thank you so much for being here. I hope you found today's episode all about shopping for your wedding venue. Really, really, really helpful. And I'll see you again next week. Same time, same place. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Wedding Planning Podcast. For episode recaps and special offers, visit our website at wedpodcast.com. There you'll also find a link to submit your wedding questions and future show topic requests. Follow us wherever you listen for new episodes every Wednesday and if you're loving the podcast please leave a five-star rating and review to share your favorite episodes and thoughts with other couples. Wishing you a happy engagement. Thank you so much for letting me be a part of it and we'll talk again next week same time same place.